and welcome to Writing About Dragons and Shit, a podcast where two authors and writers get together and talk about the ways that they tell stories. I'm one of your hosts, Trevor Bettis, your resident writer and podcaster, and such shows as I'm going to podcast in difficulty class. And with me each week are two amazing people who are. I'm Erin M. Evans. I write fantasy novels. I'm best known for Empire of Exiles and the Brimstone Angels saga. Yeah. Uh, B. Dave Walters, I'm out here thirst trapping. We're an audio <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and uh, mixing me some, some Jesus juice. Out. And uh, as of the time of this recording, the episode one of The Mandalorian is going to drop in a couple hours. So oh, it's a good night. It's a good night. There we go. There we mm-hmm. go. Episode one, season three. Of course, we're not that far back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hello from 2018. Yeah, no, like like someone's listening to this several years different. I'm like, wow, I didn't realize the show was that old. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, uh, Mando was 2019. 2019. Yeah. I'm trying to remember where I was when I saw the it first episode. Just before the world burned. <laughs> just before Grogu was a herald of the end. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, yep. that was back when we were calling him Baby Yoda and everything. Baby Yoda. Yep. 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 Um, so uh, this week, uh, B Dave brought up the idea of, of talking about ideas and where we get them from and what we do with them because we've mm-hmm. kind of talked about it here and there and B Dave does occasionally say I just have them and then a book happens uh- <laughs> okay hang but on we're gonna a go into a little more detail <laughs> it's the, there <laughs> I mean there's some slight friction in the middle but only just um <laughs> you know I, I I came upon this uh because two things uh, super lost track of time and I have to fly out to D&D on a ca- in a castle on Friday and I thought that was Sunday. <laughs> so I was like, ooh, I should probably think of like a story and stuff. And also there's, um, <laughs> as one does. I love that uh, <laughs> and, and also I've signed on to write an adventure for a very major franchise that I as of yet cannot name, although I'm about Yay. to tell, I'm about to tell y'all here in chat. Wait, you're about to hear their, uh, their real reaction. Yes. Right? Right? a feather in the cap there. So again, I have to pitch the idea by Friday. So I was like, right, you know? Um, And so I'm in very much in a space of thinking about stuff. So when we were discussing what we should talk about i was like we should talk about thinking about stuff um <laughs> so tonight we're gonna come up with some extremely vague ideas that are gonna help right. you Dave. Right. Yeah. talk about well, stuff that we can't actually talk about exactly we're gonna talk around stuff you know it's uh you know i'm, I'm writing about a character named barry smarter <laughs> you know, uh, Man, please, yeah. someone out there, write Barry Smarter and just make it the biggest thing in the world. Exactly, I mean, it, it could be the boy who died because he's got like colorful hair, very colorful hair. Yeah, that's uh, the boy that's, who oh died. Yeah, D Y E D. Yeah. So uh, I know we've talked in the past about uh, Aaron's kernel scene, but I want to talk even a little bit more about what even comes before that, and. What I find for me is, as I've shared before, a lot of times just like a scene will pop into my mind. I think Erin and I are very similar in the sense of like, we usually strip on a scene first, but she'll write that scene and I just use it as like the seed that I build the beats around. Like I, I, I begin at the beginning 100% of the time. But uh, I do have a document where I just keep random ideas and I recommend mm-hmm. everybody have such a thing. 
where if you're just like uh world we're all cancer telepathic and i'm like plot twist that's this world <laughs> but, um and stuff like that feed me but, human exactly <laughs> yeah should my should my fangs find your throat <laughs> um but uh before i ramble too much yeah i just want to uh, talk a little bit about that like when when you guys when the begin begins you know when I guess, the begin begins when, when the begin begins i would i would say two different questions i would parse this question i think you're going where i was going of when you've been tasked to do is. a thing that's a good idea yeah. versus when the muses just come upon you which also happens yeah. so yeah. yeah i turn that back to you too it's interesting because i also have to work on a book brainstorming a book for um for a property that uh, will be vague yes. <laughs> uh i was trying to think of what's what what sort of feels like the difference i like for that sort of thing i like going through what's established what i've been told i'm going what i've been told i need to to work on and find the little points that don't make sense those are my favorite mm -hmm. um because i like making connections i guess and and that that beginning of like why is that there uh is is really satisfying to to kind of start fidgeting with mm -hmm. um because a lot of the time with working in an ip well i will say this my experience is the things that i've worked on i've had a lot of freedom it isn't like you must write about this character and here's the story you know here's how they got here like there's been a lot of like you bring your take to it and what's interesting to you and let's have a conversation about that um which i've been really grateful to do and i know there's a lot of variation in that you know when people task ask you to create something for them for their mm -hmm. ip right it can get anywhere from novelize this thing we already wrote in a different form to you know basically you know write a book include you know this concept or story like i wrote a story for shadow of the demon lord which is an rpg that basically there's this horrible demon lord ripping through reality that's the main thing you can put it in any world and that was the deal it was basically like write a story it's a world where the demon lord's coming and you can't stop the demon lord you can delay it maybe but you can't stop the demon lord that's the one rule and whatever you want to do and so all the stories in that anthology were very very different because we all built kind of our own world for it mm -hmm. um but that was the point right that's the whole point of the of the concept um yeah i don't know that's what i start with when i when it's a task it's yeah like what's what's the what's the little thing that sticks out yeah yeah you, well no sorry go ahead Trevor. Oh, uh, uh well uh the, the, the example i have for this is uh was doing the packing antics uh web comic for cne doing the Witchlight one because it's like, okay, you're going to write this webcomic. We want you to use the Witchlight campaign, and we want you to have D&D characters as kobolds. Go. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. and, then, and then there was also this, like, also, this is where the... Because, like, I, I knew I had an endpoint before we had said that... There, we had announced that there was an endpoint. And they're like, you're not going to get through the whole thing, so figure out what you're going to do. 
And so I just essentially went through, I'm like, okay, the beginning of Witchlight, what do I find most interesting here? What do I find that can play into jokes for a web comic and also just cute little fan things. That's why I went for like the, they had kidnapped the, the, the baby star kitten and like, so <laughs> not star. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, 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 one of the hags had a kidnapped star and uh, then like just kind of doing the first part of the adventure, having the little dragon dude in there and everything. And so just finding these points and pulling them into a different story than what the book or even idol champions was doing well i should say aaron was doing <laughs> for for the uh for for the record for those of you that don't know what we're talking about is uh the the witch the wild beyond the witch light was a D, &D adventure where you go yeah. into the fey wild which is the fairy lands but it is not like like gumdrops and buttercups and like happy things yeah. it is kind of like the wilderness will wreck your face in the Feywild, mm -hmm. <laughs> but, but but there's a carnival there, and it's actually really cool. The carnival's really yeah. neat. Um, I, uh, I, I'm not gonna lie, I was extremely proud of the the one that I did where because there's a there's a clown in the carnival called Thacko. Thacko the clown. Yeah, I didn't. Thacko's a jerk. I did a four panel comic about him selling tables to people for wrong prices. <laughs> the fifty dollar the fifty gold tables were small, and the one gold tables were huge. <laughs> That's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. <laughs> it's a deep um, cut. I was way too proud of it. <laughs> uh, you in in my I think I think I shared I recently finished a screenplay which honestly for all the years I've been doing this was the first spec screenplay I've ever written from yeah. beginning to end for myself. Um, spec, by the way, is when you write it and you don't know who wants it. Um, speculative screenwriting speculative uh where usually i do a lot of mercenary work and in the in the mercenary work usually very much is we want a story about this this and this featuring you know this this kind of character and they might have already defined the character and a lot of times that's it they've all that's yep. all they've got and then i bring that to life and make it dope you know it's it's like um if you're like, we got an idea for Superman. He's faster than a steam, uh, speeding bullet. He's more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. I will bring you Lois and Jimmy and Lex Luthor and Krypton and Mind Pocket. Mm -hmm. And like, here is what makes that a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah it's, 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 like when, it's like when you hear this person has been tapped to write the next Ant-Man or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. But, you know, process-wise, similar to the beats, I will look at a premise like what, what Aaron was just saying and the ones that are those type of things and be like, well, what does this have to have? Yeah. Like uh, when we first started doing Electropunk, which is the graphic novel that uh, we crowdfunded for, and, and the PDFs of all five issues are available. So you can they still are. late back Electropunk, and you can see it now. Uh, very proud of that book. Jeff had come up with, uh, he had the idea of Nikola Tesla and his niece and nephew who fight monsters. And one of the very first things I said was like, well, how'd they learn how to fight? Somebody had to teach him because mm -hmm. it wasn't Tesla. That's where the kernel came from. Just the logistics of if you've made Batman and Robin, <laughs> someone has shown them how to do this. Yep. And that's where that where that character came from. So it is still almost like um, the necessity of the narrative can help drive some things. And if you if you've been with us before, when we had our questions of our good friend from Little Rock, who was saying things like, "Is this too much?" And one of the questions I asked was like, do you need it? Because if it's in there just because it's neat, 
it probably mm-hmm. can go. Yeah. Or at least get folded into something else. You know? I feel like if you have those things that are neat and you can't bear to cut them, then you need to bend the story around them so they're not just neat. Yep. They're important. Yep. Yep. Arc the story towards them, combine them, uh, have it just kind of be in, in a side, even if you have to. If you're kind of like, well, this will take up two lines, but I just, I have to say it. You know, the, the, the <laughs> fact that uh, the toads spit poison out of their eyes, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I just have to say it in passing. No, um, uh, I agree. Um, I think for your own ideas, a lot of, for, for me, I will say, Ideas are the easiest part of this whole dang thing. Oh, yeah. Just, mm-hmm. just concepts. I'm like, I got you for concepts. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I, I can spend the next hour just saying concepts. Yeah. Um, but what I find happens, especially is, is I look at my document that has my, my premises on it, is a lot of times I'll have an idea that's neat, but not an idea that is enough to drive the whole story. Yeah. You know? Mm. Um like um oh what's an example i i can think of that doesn't like just completely give everything. oh yeah sure i want i have an idea i had an idea for a book and i it's not a whole idea i've mentioned before making that sort of haystack of ideas yeah. but mm-hmm. therapist for ghosts yeah. this oh, is a very interesting that. character concept but it's not a story yeah right it's a person who could have lots of story hooks off of them I haven't yep. found one that I like. I feel like that's not a full story. Yeah. Um. And and but that's the thing, right? It's 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 a it's an interesting concept that stops short of being a hook. It stops yeah. short of having momentum yeah. in a direction. Like a therapist for ghosts who moves into a haunted castle. That's a story, right? A therapist for ghosts who uh moves to an island where there are absolutely no dead people. Right, that could be a story. I don't know what happens in it. Uh, therapist for ghosts who is haunted by uh, only ghosts that don't speak the same language as them. Right. Okay. All of these could be things that happen. Right. Because there's something that gets in the way of of them just existing. Mm-hmm. But the idea itself is not a story. Yeah. Or even um, like that thing I just said. It was a joke at the time, but it's true. It's uh, the all cats are telepathic. It's like, mm-hmm. I mean, okay, but 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 then what? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, they, and so they've got what, to... that, what happens? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. What what happens? You know, that's that's not a theme. That's not what the story is about. That is something. Yep. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. And then there's, I don't know if you all have this one. I have one sometimes where it's like, it's like that where I have like the like one of them that I that I've like I wanted. I've had this idea in my head of like I wanted to do this uh, story of the afterlife where it's this husband and wife who pass away and then uh, go that have the, this adventure through the afterlife and see all of these uh, insane things. I'm like, cool. I don't know what those are, and I also don't know how it's different from Beetlejuice, but it is. <laughs> hey, Egyptian Book of the Dead, yo. Yeah, yeah, they, something. They, yeah, yeah. They, they they start they start getting their heart weight on the scales. Yeah, you know? yeah. So um, some something like that. Or it's like it's it's close to say another all the idea names you of know. all the demons in the right order, declaring you did not do the specific sin. Don't mess <laughs> up. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's a part of me. A part of me really, 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 really hopes that the Egyptians were absolutely right about that, and so many fundamentalists have crossed <laughs> over to the halls of Amenti and are like, "What?" 
and they're they're, they're like, we got so back he's here, like, and, and he's looking at that one from Thebes. That's not even a name. <laughs> they're like, I'm afraid you've answered incorrectly. Um, I've I, I've done nothing wrong in my life. I've never sworn. I was so good. What the fuck is this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We 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 left we left ex explicitly written instructions in. Explicitly like really, written. you had every chance. Like yeah. you're allowed to bring bring notes to this yeah. exam, and did, you guys did, just did, didn't yeah, did, even bother. Did they put the papyrus in the casket? They didn't. Oh, did, did you not listen to the cats? What do you yeah. mean the cats don't talk? <laughs> it's like part of, part of me wants to be buried with coins on my eyes, just on the off chance. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't hurt. Cover all your bases. Charles on the eyes. There. Book of the dead. There's quite the a backlog on the shores of the River Styx now because people think, have not included coins for the boatman for a minute, honestly. I think this is the most left-turn, loudest <laughs> tangent we've ever had. Well, well, believe it or not, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring it back, though. I'm going to bring it back because the the thing that sprang to my mind right then when i said that is you know all these people who've died and didn't have coins for the boatman yeah you know mm -hmm. that is a premise you know you're on the shores of the river sticks like oh shit are you gonna get across <laughs> you know there's Build a backlog it. now <laughs> yeah build a bridge across the river sticks yeah exactly you know or or try and find your way back to the land of the living or something you know yeah. like that uh like stephen king I have such a weird relationship with Stephen King because I love his stories, but I hate his writing style. Do you know the only mm -hmm. book of Stephen King's I've finished? On writing. The Stand? <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's the only Stephen King book I've finished, too, ironically enough. <laughs> On writing. This is great. I read The Shining. I don't even like scary stuff, but I've read The Shining. Yeah, which I, is I, way I, fucking scarier than the movie. Because I watched yeah. the movie after I was like, that's it? Yep. I cannot stand his style. I have I have ultimate respect for what he's doing. Yeah. I, I just don't like the way he tells stories. Um, but one of the things that he said is like he a lot of his inspiration is from his dreams, although I myself very rarely remember my dreams and I feel very bad for him if a lot of his movies were dreams first. For real. But, <laughs> but file him up there with Cormac McCarthy. I'm not too sure about that, dude. <laughs> but but the other thing is like he'll just ask himself questions when he's out and ask himself weird questions oh, like yeah. the story where. Um, what's the story where the sheriff's killing everybody? None of us are King fans, but the. The one where the sheriff's killing everybody. It's one one of his stories. Okay. Uh, he said he was driving through a small town, little one-horse town, and, like, nobody was around. You know what I mean? He just sort of drove through. He didn't see anybody. Mm -hmm. And he's like, where is everybody? They're all dead. What happened to them? The sheriff killed them. That literally was yeah. the premise. <laughs> <laughs> you know? The, yeah. the start of that. So, yeah, let, letting your mind wander in situations when you're out and about of just, like, what if? What if? Blank, you know what? Oh. What? What if all the vegetables in the grocery store came to life and started screaming? You know, just what if? You know? I feel like that is like such an important part of like coming up with ideas, working your way through a draft. Yeah. Um, also, just general mental health is like just sitting with your thoughts and letting your mind water. Mm -hmm. uh, somehow during the pandemic, I spent a lot of time just like trying to like put all of the input into my brain so that I couldn't think about anything because I guess maybe there was some stuff I might have felt like worrying about. Hey, maybe. So you maybe, know. So I'm doing less of that these days. <laughs> and it's, uh, making a noticeable difference. That's good. good. Yeah. It, well, um, to that, yeah, and also doing it without judgment. 
you know mm-hmm. like don't when when you're brainstorming do no do not try and judge the ideas as good or bad at all in fact a very useful exercise is try and write the worst ideas you can think of like tell yourself yeah. you're like i'm just gonna pour the shittiest things i can think of out onto this page right now and every once in a while you'll still kind of hit that uh nugget of gold you know how like the japanese mm-hmm. sift the sewer systems for gold um, <laughs> that, is, that is true by the way there's there's trace amounts of gold in human excrement do not ask me why uh, and the ja- part of the Japanese sewage filtration process is extracting that gold from it. That is true. Huh. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, you'll, you'll hit some, you'll hit some things, you know, or, or if you have something, just turn it absolutely on its head. Yeah. Just be like, what is literally the exact opposite of this? Like Superman's the last son of Krypton. Well, what if Superman was a monster? Well, that you get Brightburn, which I don't necessarily know mm. is a story that anybody actually actually needs to tell, but it still can be a useful brainstorming. Yeah. Um, I think too, but, as you're kind of moving through brainstorming, maybe you're like, oh, you know, what if Superman's a monster? And your reaction to that is, ew, I hate it. You still write it down, but you're like, okay, if I hate that, what would I like better? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And we veered into superheroes, which is not my wheelhouse. <laughs> but it's mine. Was- <laughs> but, you know, but I would submit, honest to God, though, I would submit um, Farida and Havilah are superheroes. You know? In their genre, they've got magical yeah. powers. They're capable of things that other people aren't capable of. You know, they, they run into a foe that is greater than They're themselves. Very low powered as far as uh, you can get in D&D. But yeah, okay. They're mm-hmm. heroic. Yeah, they're heroic. The, yeah. It's the, uh, yeah. And I don't have, like, and I don't want to sound like I'm sneering at superheroes. It's sure. just not something I, you yeah. know, in the same way genre. we can't name, same way we can't name Stephen King novels. If I tried right. to guess how you bounce off of, uh, what did you call it? Brightburn? Yeah, Brightburn. Brightburn, Is that the yeah. name of it? If you ever yeah. how you bounce off Brightburn, I'll probably say something that somebody did 40 years ago because... It's fine though, but hey, again, we're brainstorming. There's no wrong answer, yeah. you know. Yeah. But it's the the literally the premise of Brightburn is 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 Kal El comes to Earth and Mon Pa can't find him, and he grows up and he has all these powers and he's awful. That's that's the movie. That's that's what it's about. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Fine um, times. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, not not my jam, but you know that's all right. Uh, I think another useful thing is this meets this like if you guys ever seen the movie brotherhood of the wolf the french movie let's no but i need to because it's literally what fucking bloodborne is based off and it looks like bloodborne and i just need to watch this freaking movie <laughs> it's a phenomenal movie yeah uh in this isn't really a spoiler because you can't really watch the the trailer without it but it's the yeah. movie is about the beast of Gévaudan, which is a real thing that mm-hmm. happened in france um this monster was fucking killing people and there's a huge debate about what it was, and there's a huge debate as to whether or not it was actually killed. But the king really did send people to try and track it down and kill it. And uh, so the movie is about that. This monster is killing people. Yeah. And the king dispatches some dudes to come. And they get there, and the monster is real. And I won't tell you what the monster is, because it is legit. And please don't ruin this in <laughs> chat, dear listener. Um, <laughs> but the movie's actually not about that. It's in the process of figuring out what's up with the monster. They find out all this other stuff. Yep. And the movie's actually about the other stuff. Yeah. 
Um, I, I've, I've heard, I've heard a lot about this because like Bloodborne is one of my favorite video games and people are like, this is literally like if Bloodborne was a movie. So if you're out there listener and you play Bloodborne and you haven't heard of this movie, go check it out. It's, it's been on my list and I mean, it's, they're actually putting out in 4k, uh, a couple weeks. See, see, I now have the exact opposite thing. I've never played Bloodborne, but I love that movie so much. Now I want to go play Bloodborne. If I'm like, <laughs> the Brotherhood of the Wolf movie. Let, 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 let me tell yeah. you this. You, you start off uh, with an outfit that looks almost identical to what they're wearing in that movie. Uh, you're hunting uh, a bunch of werewolves that are going through a city and killing people. And then it turns out it ain't fucking werewolves. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that kind of very closely parallels what the movie's yeah. about. That is yeah. true. Yeah, without, without giving away too much. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's, uh, but but it is that you know you could ask yourself something like um uh a, lo- a lot of times movie movies get done over again it's like um oh shoot there is something that was popular and recent and it's basically beowulf and now i'm super blanking on it like it's legit just beowulf oh i feel like i know what this is too yeah it's gonna but, come to me. But you're you're talking about like the like the the what if this and this like yeah, like what like, if this that, and this. like that time I was talking mm. about like Harry Potter but Ocean's Eleven like exactly like, yeah, like that sort of thing yeah Frankenstein but the modern day um yeah. you know um Ocean's Eleven means Harry Potter like you just said um Superman but it's D and D you know like in, just uh, again letting your mind just kind of trip on things yeah. uh, because you'll come up with some stuff that that um. You didn't Barbarian? expect to tell you the truth. Was that it? Sorry. No, that's a horror movie. I don't know that I saw Barbarian. Someone said Beowulf inspired Barbarians, uh, some kind of monster. I mean, oh, probably. Don't spoil you know? that one because I want to. I want to. I want yeah. that one. Yeah. That's why <laughs> I said something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. See, it isn't going to bother me. Though. I'm going to let you guys talk. I'm really curious. Okay. Well, here. I'll, I'll, I'll. Well, you look that up. I'll, I'll talk about this. It, is there? there are some times that i that with with me for instance when it comes to like coming up with ideas when it is that stronger idea that hits where it's like mm-hmm. oh i i can as soon as i hear it was it I, no finish your idea oh, finish your thought, uh, sorry. As, soon, as soon as i have the thought i'm like i can see where a plot would go with this like i can yeah. see several scenes in a row and there are times when those happen when i'm already working on several things and my wife knows i'll have that thought because i go fuck then i go run out and write it all down (laughs) the the lowest hanging problem to have the lowest hanging fruit of what i was thinking of is the 13th warriors beowulf but oh yeah but that's not the thing that's scratching in my brain uh the northman is hamlet uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like so much so I'm watching the Northman and I'm like, this is ultraviolet Hamlet. But then I found out, oh no, Hamlet is actually the story of Amleth. So the Northman isn't Hamlet. Hamlet is the Northman. Yo, but I was like, I know some of these narrative beats. It's, it's funny because I'll watch stuff with the girls, and a lot of times I, I'll never spoil things for them, but I'll be like, I know where this is headed. Because you can mm-hmm. see the, 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 what the story's mm-hmm. setting up. Or they'll be like, ooh, I hope this person doesn't die. I'm like, that person will live, but that guy's done for. And they're like, what? <laughs> How do you know? And I'm like, watch and see. And then right. that's exactly what happens, where you're like, who? how can you inflict an emotional 
uh, trauma on the group right now that doesn't actually hinder their ability to accomplish the task is by killing that guy. Like uh, in Willow, the the show on Disney Plus, which I really enjoyed. Actually, I don't know if you guys have gotten uh, around to Willow. We've been watching it, but we are not that far in. It's, yeah, it's same. It's not Kevin's favorite, and it's Idris wants to watch it too. So we have yeah. some compromises. Also, it's so dark. Mm. It's so dark. We have to like turn off all the lights. To, to be fair, Will the original Willow but, was was pretty dark than at parts. <laughs> like no, film I mean, wise, she, she I mean, means like it's dark. It looks, no, no, no. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell what's going on That's fair. because That's the fair. room is too dark. Yeah, this is a whole trend that I don't approve of. <laughs> grump, 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 grump. Anyway, <laughs> well, they, there's. I, I won't say what exactly happens to who, but they don't all come home. And I very much was like, not gonna make it, not gonna make it, not gonna make it type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, was very much right about it. And then like, and, and I'm honest with them when I'm like, I know what's going to happen. And then mm-hmm. something, and if I'm right, I'll tell them. And if I'm wrong, I'll tell them. I'm gonna be like, oh, I thought they were gonna do blank. You know, it's not one of those like douchebag things where you're like, mm, I knew that was gonna happen. I'm gonna <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, nah. I I call those shots uh, by pointing at him on the screen and going, that dude's not going to be in Rush Hour 3. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. But uh, how about you, Trevor, when it comes to um, um, init- initiating something? Like, is it like it just comes upon you or do you oh, decide no, it, to write a book and then decide? Or it, It's it's it, the ideas pop in like all over the place where like it, it might be that one where just like it's that kernel scene or it's just that one sentence description that I'm like, cool, but what else? And my brain goes, ah. Um, and then there are times where it's like, oh, I can see uh, plot points in this thought. And those are the ones that I say fuck and then go out to the den and write them all down. Um, that's actually how uh, one of the projects that I'm working on right now happened where um, I took like three different ideas and I'm like, okay, throw those together. What does that look like? Oh shit, it looks like all of that. Cool, I need to go write all that down. Um, and then... Is there, is there other ways it happens? I, ideas are weird, man. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, the, and then there's somewhere I'm just fucking around and just coming up with stuff like like you were saying, like just brainstorming stuff and be like, wouldn't it be cool if it was like this? Well, what about this? Nah, that sucks. Yeah, it's like uh, oh, hang on a second here. I'm 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 literally looking at my idea document, and then Dropbox <laughs> was like, "What if you didn't though?" <laughs> um, yeah, I I. Like for instance, I have um oh now I'm being all now I'm being all precious about like ooh, I don't want to give that idea. Um, <laughs> someone was asking me once how I felt about because I was talking about telling someone about something and them responding with, Ooh, I like that for my thing. And they're like, That doesn't sound like it would feel very good. I'm like, honestly, my reaction is you can try. Yeah, there's two things. One, you can't copyright ideas. And yeah. two, I'm like, even if you tried, you're not going to do it as good as me. That is yeah, that is absolutely think. true. But it's, uh, <laughs> um, I agree. But there's still yeah. a couple of things I keep to my chest. Especially, yeah. if, I, if, especially if it's something, especially if it's something I've never seen anywhere else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then I'm like, ooh. Ah. Oh, yeah, I know. There's a case where I have those ideas where I'm just like, I don't think that's a thing. And then, of course, like two days later, it shows up in Google. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's because it, it, it's like, you know, Harry Potter, Neo from the Matrix, Aragorn and Luke Skywalker are all the same character. It's all the mm-hmm. hero's journey. Yeah. But you Which can't is- do 
you can't do another baby whose parents were killed by an evil wizard but couldn't bring himself to kill the child but scarred the child but is now trying you know what i mean you're like ah. sort of. yeah there's a certain amount you gotta pivot but i think it is fair like like sometimes people will be like oh no this idea has been done because i've seen this theme in use before and it's like you really can do things that people recognize there is a whole section of of readership of audience that like wants to see the thing they know but slightly different there yep. there, there was i i've only had this happen once where like i had an idea for a magic system and uh like two years later i'm reading a book and it's that exact magic system like almost uh down to the almost down to the name i can't remember it was like just slightly off from what i was gonna call it and Yay. but i was reading i'm like Oh, but you you made it suck. Like this <laughs> this is this is not like you're not using this in a cool way at all. <laughs> it's it's that has happened to me a few times, especially when I first got to Hollywood, like three times in a row. Oh, I, bet. I was like, there should be a story about this. And then that thing would happen. And sometimes I'd even taken meeting meetings and I was like, Did somebody take that idea? The truth is, most things the production schedule is so long. No, that thing yeah, was no. was very much the ball was rolling. But 100% of the time, it was inferior to the thing that I would have done. <laughs> Which is no. a good feeling to have. Yeah. Uh, I, I told you all my, my Hercules lamentation, didn't I? Mm, no. Never told you this? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. All right, dear. Listen, yeah, we've been doing this a while. The, the, increasingly more when I talk to, to Aaron and Trevor, I'm like, have we talked about this thing yet? And it's like, yeah, a year and a half ago. Or no. And I'm like, okay. Um so this was one of my first experiences in um la and i'm going to change the names of the guilty parties but not the non-guilty parties <laughs> so mario kazar who produced the terminator mm -hmm. in like a ton of hits in the 90s is very good friends with rolf mueller he was the big dude from Gladiator. If you remember the Germanic guy, the one who was so big. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He also is the big dude in Universal Soldier. They were very good friends. Um, I won't say what, but Mario Kazar basically was like, he saved my life and I, and I want to repay my buddy the favor. And I want to make a movie where I can make him a star. Because he's done movies, but he's not a star. He was like, he's like 45. He can barely speak English. I'm not stupid, but what can we, but he's like, I did it with Schwarzenegger. You know, what, what, what can mm -hmm. we do for him? So the people he told this to come to me and, oh, and Mario Casar was like, the only thing I want is no Vikings and no aliens. Like dope. They come to me and I'm like, Hercules after the labors. He's already retired. He's got PTSD. He's living in a village somewhere. That's why he's a little, you know, he knows exactly what he's done. He killed his children and all of this stuff. And an, an invasion is coming to the village and Hercules has to take up his club one more time. Right. Uh, I was like, there you go. Pitch that. And they were like, uh, we don't want to do Hercules. It's been done. It's, it's, hey, this was right after Disney's Hercules, which for anybody keeping track, four or five Hercules movies have come out since then because those stories have been told for 10,000 fucking years <laughs> because it's Hercules. <laughs> they go back to Mario Kazar and dear friends, what do you think they pitched him instead? Viking aliens. Vikings versus aliens. I've seen the one too. thing he said he didn't want. He screams at them for wasting his fucking time and not listening and throws them out of the office. And I was like, did you at least pitch the Hercules story? And they were like, no. Jeez. 
Uh, and that that burned me so much to my core but in terms of recycling though that was where i originally came upon the idea of the heroes that have to come out of retirement to save the world one more time mm -hmm. which ultimately was the premise of the comic book i wrote dungeons and dragons of dark and wish hey, so da, da, no work da, da, is ever truly lost heck yeah is, is is the moral of that story no work is ever truly lost yeah oh, I, and actually that's one thing i forgot to add during the part of talking about like uh stuff that you're tasked is sometimes with it i will go okay is there stuff that i've already done that i can pull from for this yeah um like you know obviously not taking it verbatim especially if it's set in an established world i think is like is there a plot line that i've thought of that would work with this i mean let me tell you something that is terrible and sounds very predatory but it's absolutely true you just got to change something 20 percent to make yep. it yours oh yeah and 20 percent is generous if you've changed it 20 percent, it's enough you know, if you take the Fantastic Four and make it the Fantastic, F the Terrific Three, uh, and <laughs> Terrific Three, they weren't astronauts, uh, but there was an explosion in a chemical plant. You know what I mean? I think like, I saw those good. toys at the swap meet when I was a kid. Right. <laughs> right. I feel like it should be the Fantastic Four figures and they just take one out. You know what I mean? <laughs> Literally, there's no invisible woman and she's the one you use for imagination. Gr you know? Grimm's just point painted green. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and he's or called Gruff Man. Ben um, Grimm, sir. Ben Grimm. Ben Grimm, there we go. But um, the thing. Um, I could have yeah. just gone with that. You know, that's, uh, the, those are all. And, and also, look at things you like and look at things you don't like, especially if it is something that is popular that you don't like. Like, Twilight was not my jam at all, but Stephanie Myers did something. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, <laughs> it, you, you would be a fool to just dismiss that out of hand. Yeah, to be like so, try and like sniff around and figure out what 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 is it about that that resonated with people? What is it about that that resonates with you? And what could you do to possibly uh, make that your own? Yeah, yeah. And there's uh, also apologies of my cry of my cat is coming in here. She is apparently just very much wanting can't attention. Hear it. Cannot uh, hear the song of her people. No, okay. I wish I could. <laughs> but uh, there, there's also yeah, there's also those times where it's like you start seeing things pop up more. Mm -hmm. uh, like multiverses right now is kind of a thing that's popping up all over the place. And Marvel is definitely at the head of that. Mm -hmm. um, and th those weird times where it's like all of a sudden somebody people are making these types of movies like that happened with zombies like 10 years ago where it's like all of a sudden, yeah, zombies are freaking everywhere. They're in video games and TV and movies. Um, I, I have an idea for one of the ideas that I had that I wove into a different story, but isn't a premise for itself. It's like if you could I that sentence. <laughs> upload your like mind into a mainframe, like, you know, if you your VR, like you could upload your consciousness and then download your consciousness back into like a construct body somewhere else. Mm -hmm. um, so you don't have to travel. Your 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 meat suit is somewhere, but your mind is elsewhere piloting a robot. Oh, that that. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's it. That's an idea that fits into a sci-fi world, but that in and of itself is not a thing. Yeah, you know what the, I mean. The, that, yeah. that there is actually a comic of that uh, called Surrogate. Um, hmm. and, well, there you go. Yeah, uh, so presumably the plot of Surrogate is not what if you were at a robot body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that's like the setting. I just remembered they actually did a movie with Bruce Willis. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. All weird and smooth. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, but, no, the one where he was weird and smooth was um, the one where they were going back and forth in time. 
is the one there's where more he's all than weird. one weird and smooth <laughs> movie. It turns out, and it came out. I think it came out because I know what you're talking Looper. about. That is that Looper. Yeah, Looper. Yeah, this is a different one. I was, you know, the reason why I didn't say Looper is my brain was thinking, no, that's the Hayden Christensen movie. That was Jumper. Jumper. <laughs> it is Looper. Yeah. What is the one where he's a weird robot guy? Okay, so 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 what one thing that I here, here's a here's kind of an evolution question of this. So like, let's say you've got the idea for the task or uh, just something that popped into your head. What what do you where where's your next step? What do you do? That is weird and smooth. I just Google some images from What's your next step? Oh, that is weird and smooth. <laughs> I mean, I think in in obviously I don't want to put I don't want to put words in Aaron's mouth, but I think that's that's when she would write the kernel scene and I would write the beats. You know that yeah. you you take take the thing. And... Yeah, I think for me, like a lot of the time too. You know, I. If I have an idea, like I've said before, that, that my ideas are usually several partial ideas stuck together. Um, I seldom come up with the one hooky idea. It's great if you can do it. It's much easier to sell people on, but it's just not the way that I put a story together. Um, and a lot of the times that involves having a character. And if I don't have a character, I don't really know where to go. So mm -hmm. I get that. Once I have that, I like to put them in a scene and see if I like can kind of flesh them out and figure out like who they are and therefore which way are they going. Um, so for me, that's, that's the useful kernel scene is, is sort of trying to hone in more on, on the character beyond the character concept. Let me ask you this, especially yeah. now that empire of exiles is in stores and you absolutely should buy it, read it immediately and give <laughs> copies of it to your friends for gifts. Where'd the premise of Empire of Exiles come from? Like when 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 this sprang into into your mind? Uh, Empire of Exiles had a couple of half ideas. One was I had just finished a big serious epic fantasy that was all humans and weird magic, but no no like weird D and D races, right? And I was like, I kind of miss writing about things like Dragonborn and Tiefling that just don't make sense, and I wanted to do that. I wanted to make up cultures for people who are half octopus or made of shadows or whatever and not explain it. Just not care about explaining it. It's not that kind of a book. So that was one. One was I really love mystery novels. Um, so I wanted to write a mystery novel. I was like, let me see if I can do that. But also I really, all of my skills are built towards writing secondary fantasy. So uh so secondary fantasy world fantasy mystery novel um and then i had an idea sitting in the parking oh, there's two things one of them is a spoiler one is weird D, &D races that are not from D, D. two is a mystery novel three is the sitting in my parking lot of my therapist's office and going could i write a magic system that feels like an anxiety disorder mm -hmm. uh and then four is the spoilery historical event that i was like whoa that's really wild uh which i have uh post it is in the author's note i think because mm. i was like i i it's not what you it's kind of obscure <laughs> <laughs> your author I mean, hey, was google it i <laughs> Watch mean a video <laughs> game of thrones is basically the war of the roses yep yeah i think if you've read past uh Chapter eight, maybe, is when it gets revealed. The thing gets revealed that is relevant. 
maybe hmm. 10. I don't remember, guys. <laughs> it's been a bit. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. It's page 134. If you've made it past one, page 134, which is the end of chapter six, then you can safely skip ahead to the acknowledgments, uh, which is the second thing I tell you is the historical reference. Okay. Mm. And if Do you do it before that, you've spoiled the story, spoiled one of the reveals for yourself, and it's not my fault. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> There's a lot of trembling hands holding the copy of the book right now. Really. <laughs> but anyway, so that's like 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 uh, an element I wanted, a structure I wanted, um, uh, another world kind of element, and then a, a kind of a, a a character plot thing. So, um, well, so I, I think the thing I want to ask there though is like, did you? Which is actually more backstory to be completely honest. But okay. Did you put all of those together when you were like, okay, I'm going to sit down and write a book, or did those just did those four thoughts happen to fly together at the same time? Oh, I had them all separately, and I knew they were all not um, whole ideas. Uh, actually, so I like I tried working on the kind of historical event element on its own mm -hmm. as a just a historical novel and i realized i wasn't going to enjoy doing that um and so then i thought well what if it was a fantasy novel and then i have this okay i have this fantasy novel idea of like what if i had a magic system that feels like an anxiety disorder um and oh and then in somewhere in there i had the idea of like an an like i wanted an empire that feels kind of like a melting pot but is not like that because the you know people were awful, right? So this is a place where people have kind of like fled to safety and sort of reformed this government where everybody's kind of holding on to their culture and like kind of pulling back and forth pieces of other things and kind of becoming something different and and it's working and it's not working. And I liked that idea. So these were all kind of separate and they as they came up, I kind of started knitting them into that one idea. Yeah. Um Okay. Yeah, in a museum. I I like this <laughs> in in wooden bones. Um, mm -hmm. I I like that because almost any one piece of that wouldn't have been enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't Would find I have a lot of ideas where it's like, uh, you know, like like sometimes people will say, "Well, I have this great idea," and it's you know. I, I can't even think of things like that. Like they don't come out of my head that way. There will just be these like little pieces of like a puzzle. And I, I'm like, I love how this shines and I love how this shines. And if I stick them together, they're a whole new thing. Yeah. Um. That sort of like, you know, what if houses could walk and you needed to move, right? Like, okay, that's a whole idea, but I am so not interested. <laughs> I mean, I mean, to be yeah, fair, but... I did literally just say some words that came out of my mouth. But... I mean, that's that's Hal's moving castle, which plot twist is not I about mean, the moving not castle. I mean, it's not though, right? Yeah, it's right. Just a a, yeah, he's got a moving castle. castle. Yeah, right, which is not what, about what, that at all. Well, I just a, need you guys to know, I need you guys to know that I am a hardcore fan of the book and the movie makes me mad. And we just can't even talk about it. All. I actually, I didn't know it was a book until this first like I've heard three it. months ago. The book I didn't know it was so a book good. until just now. The book is so good. Okay, the characters are it. so much better. The theme is so much better. And I, you know, there's a lot of wonderful things happening in that movie, but it's one of my favorite books and it is not the book. The yeah. movie you, is you, not like the book and it makes me mad. You know Sophie's what's funny? terrible in the movie. 
I, I like, I mean, obviously, I, I, I rep hard for Studio Ghibli. Miyazaki's yeah. the mm-hmm. homie. Uh, yeah. But I, I feel like Howl's Moving Castle falls apart at the end when it gets all weird and existentialist and he's the giant bird and all that business. Yeah, that's like, because that's, that's not... not in the book. Right. That's just well, him going, what if this was actually about war instead? Yeah. Apparently, they did that also with the the Earthsea novels. They, Studio Ghibli made a an Earthsea movie, and it was, but it had absolutely almost nothing to do with the Earthsea novels, even though they're like based on the novels. <laughs> you know, I think I think that's a Japanese thing because if you remember yeah. the Final Fantasy movie, the Spirits Within had nothing at all to do with Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. The only thing it had to do with Final Fantasy that. was there was a chocobo in it. There was a chocobo that you're like, that's a symbol <laughs> I recognize. <laughs> And yeah. they're like, we also got a cast of the strangest huh. people. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> uh, Veen Reigns. Uh, I think Michelle Rodriguez was in there. Uh, then, yeah. That's James Woods. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. Yeah. That yeah. Where you just you can have inspired by, and then it's like, and by inspired by, we mean holy fucking unrelated. <laughs> yeah. That always bothers me when people do that with adaptations. Yeah, I didn't know who. Wait, I mean, I, is is the book even Japanese? I don't know. No, this is the first I've heard not. of it. It's Diana Wynn Jones. Uh, mm. it's yeah, it's a. Uh, I think she's actually I don't know if she's American or British off the top of mm. my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's there's actually it's a three book series. They're oh. not they're they're only connected in that Howl and Sophie appear in all of them, but they're not about them in all of the books. Um, it is it is a book that's it's really it's interesting structurally because it is a little bit meandery, but then you get to the end and you're like, all of that mattered. Oh. Um, and it's delightful. It's absolutely delightful and it makes so much more sense. And the Witch of the Waste is a much better character, and Sophie's <laughs> a much better character, and Hal is horrible in the best possible way, and he's Welsh. Oh, well, there you go. And none of them is in there. Also, I mean, they, they combined Michael and, and I don't know, guys, I'm just, there's so many things about that book that I love, and they're just not even in the movie. I mean, they got Christian Bale, so they were like, That's, that counts, right? They're like, we're that done. Yeah. Right. It's the same well, thing. Well, uh, on, on the bright side, Spirited Away is still a good movie. It's not based on any book that they changed. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's I love that one. Spirit, Spirited Away is an achievement, but part, that is part, true. Somebody somewhere is... is like, you haven't read the manga. You know, <laughs> Jesus. This is fair. Part of my upset might be just that I was very excited when I saw there was a Howl's Moving Castle movie, and then I was like, what the shit is this? <laughs> that is a terrible did, feeling. Someone here did a musical of Howl's Moving Castle which I went They've and saw with Idris, and I loved it, but I have to admit, they tried to fit everything from the book in the musical, oh, wow. and that was too much. That's a lot. That was, that was definitely, that could have been edited down, but I still loved it. Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're getting towards the, the, the end of this episode. Uh, we want to see if we got any final thoughts on just coming up with an ideas and what to do with them. <laughs> Relax and let them come to you when they're not yeah. fully baked. That's okay. Yep. You'll find something that they probably the need to stick something else on there. The way your mind works is you will get the best results if you think intensely about something and then think about something else completely different. Yes. Like, honestly, take a nap if you can, but be like, think, 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 think. Now I'm going to go play video games and let your subconscious chew on it. And yeah. like an hour later, you'll be like, here's the solution to the problem. Uh, there's times that the harder you look at it, the more difficult it becomes to see. Yes. Um, yeah. In the in the idea phase, especially. Hey, hey, hey! In the idea phase, yeah, it's okay to pants. Yeah. Hey. 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 
Let it you come. can't outline what you don't know. Can't <laughs> outline what you don't know. Yeah. So no, no judgment. Just, just let it out. Because yeah. even, even if it's not good, um, even if you think it's not good, it may trigger something else. It may be of use later. No work is ever wasted. Yeah. I, I think, uh, Aaron's, uh, example of the, the, the haystacking ideas. Like, I, I think that is probably one of my favorite uh, like visual aids for like what i feel like it's come up with to to do uh you know idea forming for these type of stories is like okay well i've got this thing and i've got this thing do those things go together no that one of them is a a, a sphere thing of hey why did i do that go out of here <laughs> so uh j just try and throw stuff at a throw stuff at the wall i guess but don't do it at an actual wall unless you're going to clean it up. But, you know, it's just making it for yourself. Post-it notes or a dry erase board. There you there go. That's so that's wonderful. so much better. Don't throw spaghetti at a wall. Won't get you mm. any ideas. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I uh, I think that's a good place to wrap up this episode. And people might be looking at, at their, the time and being like, Trevor, you usually go for an extra 10 minutes. And I go, listen, I didn't eat today. And that was my, on me. But I'm fortunately <laughs> going to make all of you suffer oh, for no. it. Um, <laughs> So uh, this is where we're going to wrap things up. Friends, where can people find you and what are some things you're working on? You can find me on Twitter at Erin M. Evans. Uh, you can listen to my podcast. This is my podcast. Sorry, guys. I'm. It's okay. I'm brain That's why we're stopping. That's why we're early. stopping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, just like, I've been working very hard on this revision. And every time I have to kind of pull my brain out of it, I feel like I've left several dozen neurons behind fair. that I need to go back for. <laughs> um, anyway, you can join me on Mondays on twitch.tv slash dungeon scrollers for concentration check, a co-writing space. Come do Pomodoro sprints with me at 1.30 p.m. Pacific. Yeah. Again, I tell you, Pomodoros have changed my life. Uh, it's just a great tactic it's a great tactic i i kind of tried it on a whim and i've been it's been some of the most productive work I, i've gotten done script? so wonderful I finished the script finished yeah. the script i'm doing pomodoros you know what i mean so there you yeah. go um b dave walters to say words about things b dave walters at all the socials uh it is girl scout cookie time so oh. there is a tweet pinned at oh, the top oh. of my profile at b dave walters i got the email um, <laughs> it, is, yep. it was so messed up this year because it's like they couldn't sell them online they've been selling them local for like a month and couldn't sell them online oh. uh I, I deeply question the logic of it. I can see a positive argument. I think the negative arguments outweigh it, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, but you can get cookies now. Yeah, they're there. Uh, also, I've it. done some I've done some classes and stuff that there may or may not be links underneath that you can see. But that's <laughs> that. But for now, cookies. And I will also say, everybody knows that uh, charity cookies don't have any calories. That's it's just true. thousand percent. <laughs> yeah. Those Samoas guilt free. Yeah. I want Science. you to know, B Dave. By the way. The, the other day, uh, I got done with work, and I just went over and uh, opened the door to see if there's any packages or anything. And uh, there were there were some Girl Scouts with a wagon across the street. And I and I just observed, and I was like, oh, there's Girl Scouts uh, uh, on the street. And my wife goes, we get them from B. Dave's kids and B. Dave's kids only. You know, I, I, I will tell you this. Part, part of me was like, oh, no, you know, the girls are going to miss out because people will have bought them locally. And I was like. People are just gonna buy more fucking cookies. We've lost nothing. We've now lost you can justify yeah. it. Now you can be like, "Oh, I bought them from those girls, <laughs> but I have to buy them from B Dave's girls." That's just—I mean, again, again—that's just science. That's just science. <laughs> I favorited yeah. the both emails, and we'll be ordering from them soon. It's—I uh, appreciate that. 
I thank you and the children. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Trevor. There's an A hiding in there and all the weird and wild things that I'm up to. Uh, but that is going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, the best way to support is by leaving a review on your podcast service of choice. Tell your friends about the show. Uh, if you have any questions or topic suggestions or comments or anything like that, you can send them into writing about dragons and shit at gmail.com. And if you'd like to give up a day on the show, you can follow us on Twitter at about dragons. But until next week, go write about some dragons and shit. <laughs> <laughs>